0: on what's going on ballers and welcome to another episode of the beyond the ball podcast i'm your host jonathan jones and today is a special day right everybody's waiting for the tallies of the votes to get counted up and to get added and to determine who is going to be the next president of the united states but meantime in between time where everybody is getting stressed out about that i want to just put a thought on your mind Let us be in a space and let us be present today to realize that no matter who is the next president of the United States of America, the president of the free world, let us realize and remember that we still have a large amount of control of the rest of our lives, right? We still have a large amount of control of what takes place in our life, of what our destiny will be of what we're able to accomplish, of how we're able to leverage this experience right now as student athletes, how we're able to leverage this experience right now of being at a place to where you have high notoriety, right? Some of us might be in a division one institution, some of us might be down to division three and junior college, but still people are looking up to you on your campus for guidance. People are looking up to you on your campus To help them know how they should feel or to help direct them in a way to which is upbeat, informative, and ultimately a servant's mindset. So, I wanna talk a little bit about athlete identity today. I wanna talk a little bit about transition today and ultimately just leaving us in a space to where we have some tangible steps to where we can begin to navigate what we desire for our lives, right? So for me, you you may know a little bit about my story, but for those of you who might be the first time tuning in, for me personally, after I graduated college, I played junior college basketball. We won a national championship. And then from there, I played and finished out my degree at the University of Texas at Tyler, where I ended my basketball career because I had shin splints. And from the shin splint, that ended up in me having a cracked bone in my shin. Which ultimately put me in a position to where I could not compete at the level that I once desired. Because I was walking around with the boot and it was no fun, it was no good. So after graduating college, I'm trying to navigate and trying to figure out like, what happens next? I come back home with my degree, mom, I graduated, look. She says, great son, now what are you gonna do? And I was like, well, I uh, I mean, I got my degree. She was like, that, that's good, but your degree is not about to pay your bills right now, son. So from that point, that was when I got to the space to where I just started taking jobs and just doing anything. From doing this thing called inventories Or I'm in the stores and I'm counting items. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. And I'm bending down and I'm getting up. And just like I said before, I cracked a bone in my shin. So therefore, bending and squatting and doing these things for long periods of time was not good for my long term health. Okay, and I'm sure many of us out there, we've been in a spot where we've done some things to where we look back' and we're like, I wish I didn't do that right i I wish I took better care of my body, like James Florence said uh when I interviewed him uh a couple of episodes ago, <clears throat> so understanding these things, then I had to begin to navigate well, what am I good at 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 the time, the only thing I could really think about was you know me always focusing and wanting to play basketball at the next level and wanting to 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 do that but how does that transition over and how do those transferable skills apply to me in my area of work right A, a lot of the athletes that i've worked with and i've talked to they're extremely gifted and talented athletes and they think that those skills and those attributes only apply to athletics Here's a light bulb moment, my friend. There are a lot of things that you do really well on the floor, on the field, in the pool, or on the green that ultimately work really well in the corporate arena or work to your benefit post-graduation. Let me give you a few. For some of us who are always always timely, always show up, are ready to work with discipline, that's a skill everyone does not have. So being on time is a separate skill because this shows people that you respect and you value their time and them as a person. While in addition to that, having a level of having a level of self-discipline, right? Level of self-discipline shows that you're doing things that you don't want to do, but you know that they're necessary for you to do to help not just yourself, but also the people that you work with and the team that you're on. So self-discipline, time management, and even in addition to that, you might be the team captain, right? The leader of the team. And when you're in this space, your goal is, right? You're making decisions for the team. The goal is you're looking out for the betterment of the team. How does this cross over to the corporate arena? When somebody needs to make a decision they may seek out your input or your opinion because they know that you have the ability to make a decision and move forward a lot of times in business in entrepreneurship in life there's a lot of people who aren't willing to pull the trigger because they're scared of what the blowback might be i've heard i've heard it said before high risk high reward so i want you to begin to think that if you have the ability to make a decision and you have the ability to lead people, that is a transferable skill to show people what the vision is. I.e., a coach might say, We're going for the championship. And then dialing it back and saying, But what can we do today to get us one step closer to the championship? Showing up to practice, ready to practice on time with the right mindset. How does that apply? Corporately, showing up to work every day, ready to work, knowing that you're trying to make so much in sales. You're trying to make a million in sales by the end of the year, right? Because I used to work at a retail store and, and we had sales goals for the year, but then also we had sales goals for the day. And the question is, how can we begin to focus on the sales goal for the day one day at a time so that we can get to the sales goal for the year by the end of the year okay so i want you to understand when it comes to athletic identity when it comes to vision when it comes to what you're striving for in your own life first i said time management is important because it shows you respect your time and everyone else is around you right if that's somebody on a team If that's somebody in your company, if that's somebody that you're meeting with outside, you wanna respect people's time. The second thing was discipline, focusing on self-discipline. That's doing what you have to do even though you don't want to. You stayed up late last night watching your favorite show on Netflix. You stayed up late last night working on a project that you have to present at work. You stayed up late last night because a friend called you because they were going through some daily struggles and you came through to help them. Self-discipline is getting up the next day regardless, going to work same time the next day regardless, because you know that if you don't get up the next morning, that's gonna potentially affect the amount of sales you're able to make that day. And if you're not able to make those amount of sales that day, that's gonna affect you getting to the goal for the end of the year. So you see how it all ties into place. So time management, self-discipline and like i said being a true leader leading people to the vision helping people know that it's possible and i really want to drill down on leader for a second because i know you all listening to the show and i know you all out there you have a leader within you in some form or shape or capacity right You are a leader, no question, no doubt. Shout out to my man, Omar, because he hit me with this question the other day. And uh, I'm really doing this episode for him, um, but I feel it'd be really beneficial. Omar, my man, he runs track uh, at UConn. Looking forward to seeing y'all on the 10th. But having the capacity to lead, you also have to have the capacity to listen. Right? Right? Because the best leaders are amazing and phenomenal listeners. John, why is that the case? That's the case because if you begin to listen, you'll know the heartbeat of the people. And if you know the heartbeat of the people, that's how you can go out and begin to take action based on what they need. That's how you'll be able to go out and take action based on what they want. And then lastly, you're able to provide them with what they desire, what they need, right? That's the thing that's essential. What they want, that just makes them feel good. But what they desire speaks to where their heart is. That speaks to the future. That speaks to what will help them become more fulfilled. And how do we lead in a position of being a student athlete. You lead one by using your platform on social media if you're comfortable, right? Just sharing what you believe. I'm not saying go far left, I'm not saying go far right. But if you see Black Lives Matter and you see this particular people group being destroyed and being demeaned, then you stand up for that if you're comfortable right? If, if you believe and you stand by pride in the LGTBQA++ community, then you stand by that. You stand by that group. So ultimately leading and finding a way to navigate through this lane of leadership looks like listening to what people want to see happen then you can begin to have conversations with people around. Like you're having the conversation and through the conversation, you're listening. You're asking very intentional questions and very purposeful questions, but then you're listening to hear what the responses are. And after listening and learning, that's when we take the leap. The leap might be for you on your campus, it might simply be, well, hey, maybe it's time for me to put in place a panel. Maybe it's time for me to get with a few other athletes from other sports, and where we can have an uncomfortable conversation to where we begin to talk about things that aren't being discussed Maybe you get other students to write in questions that they have. And then we ask those to the panel attendees and and we can begin to see what plan can we create? Who can we talk to higher up and begin to shift certain things with these conversations? I want to tip my hat off to the University of Kansas with uh Coach Ed Jones up there with George Midglet up there with uh, Coach Jasmine Player. And there's so many great people at at the University of Kansas and the great things that they're doing. Uh, Kiara Cooper. And I wanted to shout them out because the women's basketball team took a stand and they decided to march. They decided to have a protest. And the women's basketball team just moved the needle So this was enough students coming together saying, we wanna be the change. We wanna take a protest to bring awareness and they might have other motives in addition to that, but they said enough is enough. University of Tennessee, they did something similar. University of South Florida, they did something similar as well. TCU, there was an individual, a young man on the football team who painted a mural, a Black Lives Matter mural, I believe, on TCU's campus with the permission of, I believe, uh, Jessica Hazard and a few others. But these are things that student athletes are doing. Student athletes are saying, we're leaders. Student athletes are saying, we've listened to what our people have said and now it's time for us to take action because we've learned So now let us lead with that action. My friends, I didn't want to go too deep on this today, but I want you to know that you're more than an athlete. I know many of you already know that. You're bigger than going to the NFL. You're bigger than going to and competing for uh, a gold medal in the Olympics. You're bigger than going to the NBA. You're bigger than competing on the biggest stage, which sometimes is seen as professional athletics and professional sports I want you to go and do that if that's what you desire to do but ultimately I want you to begin to think what happens next how can I begin to position myself for what happens next I go and I compete and I win gold medals for my country I go and I compete and I win but what happens now LeBron James is a great example I'm going to say this and I'm going to wrap it up But LeBron James has now showed us that he invests while he's still playing the game. What's that called? That's called a parallel plan. Kevin Durant, my favorite NBA player, he has something called 35 Ventures. Because Kevin Durant has an investing partner, Rich Common, and they're investing in tech. They're investing in some sports teams. They're investing in other things while he's still competing. Why am I sharing that with you all today? Because I want you to begin to ask yourself where can you begin to invest while you're still competing? Where can you begin to invest? And I'm not even talking financially right now, but I want you just to begin to think can you be begin to invest in your mind? Some self help books, listening to a certain podcasts, watching interviews on some people who are doing what you desire to do at the next level invest there where can you begin to invest in your physical right taking better care of your body eating more healthier options not always just eating candy all the time and pouring the bottles up doing this doing that because that's not going to help you get to your vision that you shared before Right. Investing today is focusing on the sales goal for today so that we can get to the long term plan, dream, goal, vision. I want my student athletes out there to know and understand I love you. I really do. And for you to get to the next level, which I know is possible. I know it's possible. Where are you investing today to make the difference tomorrow? and get you to the goal in the future like I said before the three points time management is a great investment self-discipline is an amazing investment but the last part I want to leave with you is leadership that's a phenomenal investment my friends my family I love y'all I really do. If there's anything I can do for you, if there's any way that I can be of support or answer any questions for you, shoot me a DM on any platform. Jonathan Jones Speaks. That's where to find me. Jonathan Jones Speaks. On Instagram, Jonathan J Speaks on Twitter. Thank you all for hanging out with me. I would encourage you to share this with one fellow student athlete, just so we can continue to get the message out so we can impact lives and we can continue to help change the spectrum of our lives this is jonathan jones and this is beyond the ball